Here we go, everyone. Welcome back to Butcher's Lair. Currently got a big week coming up in rivalry week. College football. Everyone's been excited about it. Currently, a really weird college playoff implication right now with LSU at number five. Could be the first two-loss team ever to uh, make it in the playoff. But let's not forget, today is the 23rd of November, which marks uh, a few years ago, or like 10 years ago, LSU was number one and won the national championship with two losses, still after losing to Arkansas on this day. Um, so that's pretty big. Um, we're going to go over the schedule that's coming up for the Saturday and Thursday, Friday. Um, college football impl um, implications and what they can mean and, uh, you know, what's going to happen in these games and what's going to mean in the future. Um, and even Texas A&M's downfall with recruiting lately. So first big game is uh, Thursday on Thanksgiving. It's going to be Mississippi State at Ole Miss. And in my opinion, this is a really good game because Mississippi State is actually the underdog in this game. Um, Lane Kiffin did get beat out by Arkansas last week. So this is going to be a little bit of a redemption game here in Vaught-Hemingway. Um, Old Miss should be able to take this and take care of it easily. Jackson Dart's been able to throw the football, but that freshman running back for Old Miss is, has been crazy. Um, lately, Ole Miss has been on a tear. Uh, they did lose to LSU, but they, they have some pretty notable wins. Um, they have a pretty easy strength of schedule, though, so you can't, you can't act like it's going to be the hardest. Um, ESPN's master predictor does say that they have a 62.1% chance to win, which I somewhat agree with. Um, I still think that Will Rogers is the better quarterback, but Quinton uh, Judkins is absolutely insane when it comes to running football. And um, Mingo, the receiver for the Rebels, really knows how to – how to create separation and actually how to get going. Um, Friday, another big game coming up. Um, Tulane and Cincinnati is a really underrated game because Tulane actually has been one of those teams this year that is really good and nobody really understands um, that they're good because they're not a Power 5 team, so everyone's you know looking over them. Um, Tulane's going to, I believe, win that in Cincinnati pretty easily. Um, going to Austin, Texas now, Baylor. And at number 23, Texas, it's a 9 a.m. football game here in the West Coast, but over in Eastern, it's going to be noon. That's going to be a little bit of a hectic game, but I still think Baylor's going to be able to knock off Texas. They had a great game against TCU last week, so I think that they can keep, keep that production. Um, the only hard part is going to be that they're playing in DKR. Um, another big one, NC State, North Carolina. North Carolina's looking for a big bounce back after losing last week. Um, they were really... Hard favorites for Drake May, as uh, he's been lighting up the field this year. Um, this one is in Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Sorry. So NC State should be able to uh, go in there, and they won't put up a fight really that well. Um, Florida State, Florida is going to be a really good game. Uh, I have Florida State winning that all day. Uh, they did beat my Tigers in the first game of the season, and they somewhat have shown that they're a pretty decent football team after being pretty bad for the last few years. Uh, you see a you, UCLA, California is going to be a really good game as well, but UCLA should be able to bounce back after losing to USC at home. Um, Saturday, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Like I said, LSU fan, really hoping that Georgia can lose this game, but uh, I just I don't see any way that Georgia loses to Georgia Tech. Um, the game, Michigan, Ohio State in Columbus. Um, Blake Warren was out with a injury, but it doesn't seem to be structural. Um, the way that J.J. McCarthy has been playing, he's turned it down. Um, he's been reliable, though, to say the least. 
So if needed, he can throw the ball. And Michigan's defense, I believe, will come in clutch. Um, I think Ohio State's overusing Marvin Harrison Jr. to the point where if it's a third and long, Michigan can just double them. But um, I believe that Michigan should be able to pull off this win against Ohio State. It's going to be a close game, but Ohio State really hasn't had a tough schedule in New York Michigan, but I don't know. I just I never really could tend to root towards Ohio State. Um, South Carolina and Clemson is going to be a really good game, but I have Clemson winning. Uh, I have a hatred towards South Carolina for personal and multiple reasons. Um, you know, that win against Tennessee was – it shouldn't have happened. Um, Hendon Hooker going out was an obvious, so you can't you can't call South Carolina that good because they lost literally the best player on Tennessee. Um, and Spencer Radler to me is still overrated, and they will never be good. I think Clemson is still going to take it, with, literally without a problem. Um, Louisville, Kentucky. I have Kentucky winning that one. You know, it's just Will Lewis has really been able to get at it, and uh, you know, Kentucky still. I feel like they're a really good program, but just not there yet. Auburn, Alabama, the Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa. Um, as an LSU fan, I can be biased and say Auburn right now, and I'm going to actually say Auburn. But here's the reason why. Auburn, every year that they're expected to lose the Iron Bowl, come out and somehow win. I don't know how, but Auburn is just really good at winning for no reason. They just are able to do it all the time, and it's just one of those things of like, hey, um, don't sleep on us only in this week. You know, Oregon, Oregon State, this is going to be in Corvallis, Oregon, and Razor Stadium. Um, I have Oregon over Oregon State. I just feel like Bo Nice has really been lighting it up, and they really want to show themselves. Their biggest loss was to... Um, Georgia, and you know that I think they would have played that game a little bit differently. That's not their only loss, but I think that was their biggest loss. Um, they could have played that better, but you know, Bonex coming into the Pac-12 and etc. I'm not going to give them excuses because they shouldn't have any, but I definitely think that they have a chance um, to possibly be in the playoff if they can win out and win the Pac-12. Um, Iowa State and TCU, TCU if they win out, they're in. You know, um, TCU has been pretty cool this year. I've liked Max Duggan, and I've had not a problem with TCU. I, they're one of those teams that they're just there. Um, and they're an underdog. You can't not like them. I have them over Iowa State all day. It's in Fort Worth. That should be pretty easy. Uh, traveling over to University Park, Pennsylvania, we got Penn State with Michigan State. Um, Penn State's going to run away with this one. Michigan State just isn't there anymore. Mel Tucker had a really good year last year in coaching, but it's just it's not there, you know. Uh, Boulder, Colorado is going to be hosting number 14, Utah. Um, pretty decent Pac-12 implications. If Oregon loses to Oregon State and Utah wins, they will be playing UC, U, USC. Sorry. Um, and that's going to be a really good game. I think the Pac-12 is a really inconsistent conference um, just because of how hard it is to play inside that conference. Everyone overrates the SEC, but when I say the Pac-12, I think the Pac-12 is actually a really good conference that everyone looks over. Um LSU at Texas A&M. So as an LSU fan, I'm going to be biased, but, you know, we're going to win this. It's a really easy game. Um, Texas A&M is still going to throw everything they got. It's kind of like a FU game to Max Johnson, the quarterback that transferred to Texas A&M from us. But, you know, just the way that Texas A&M has been playing this year, um, the players don't care. You know, you can't, you can't tell me right now that Texas A&M didn't pay their players because they did. And with them... Doing this, 
you know, a lot of these players wanted to go to LSU. Um, and I feel like if LSU stops on Texas A&M, LSU is going to get a lot of good transfers this year. And I feel like they could just keep building. And I'm going to hop on the Brian Kelly bandwagon and say that this is a really good opportunity um, for us. UCF has South Florida. UCF has that in the bag. Notre Dame at number six, USC in the Coliseum. Hot take. Notre Dame is going to take down USC and keep them out of the playoff because that's what Notre Dame does. They can't win the big games themselves. Notre Dame is not going to be in the playoff, but they can definitely be pretty good at ruining other people's seasons. Um, so, you know, don't, don't count them out for that. Um, Tennessee at Vandy. Tennessee's going to pull away with that one. Kansas, Kansas State's going to be a really good game. Um, I have Kansas State winning, but Kansas definitely shocked the nation this year, and um, I'm very happy with the way that Kansas has played. Um, you know, just everything when it comes to um, exceeding every single expectation possible. And you you can't go against that. And last but not least, my favorite game of this weekend, I'm actually at the Pullman campus right now for Washington State. Sadly, I have to be going back home to upstate New York until the uh, spring semester starts. But um, the Apple Cup. So with number 13, Washington Huskies come to Pullman to face our Cougars who are 4-4 four four in the conference, but really they shouldn't be. Um, I think they could really be a 9-2 team, just a, just a little bit of bad play calling. Um, ESPN claims that Washington has a 52.6% chance to win this game. Um, but in reality, I think it's a pretty – I think it's in Washington's favor. It's going to be cold. Sorry, Washington State's favor. It's going to be a really cold game in Pullman. Um, I've been here and it's about 40 degrees, but, you know um, – Martin Field, um, well, Martin Stadium, Gaysa Field, is is a, not a really big stadium, but I promise you right now it could get pretty darn loud. Um, it is no Husky Stadium, but I promise it can be that loud. Um, Cameron Ward, the quarterback for Washington State, has really done well. Um, you know, compared to Michael Penix Jr., um, only seven or five less touchdowns and two more interceptions than him with uh, – 40 less attempts um, just because the, the passing attack is not there for Washington State for the way that we play. Um, Penix Jr., 38, yards, um, 26 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Cameron Ward, uh, averaging right now pretty pretty decent uh, pass completer rating and uh, really good, 2,772 yards with 21 touchdowns and 8 picks. Um, on the ground, Washington State, two less touchdowns, but 10 more yards um, with two more carries. And um, our leading receiver with 400-ish less yards. Uh, but that's fine because our points per game is 12 less than Washington. Our points allowed per game is 6 less. Our total yards is around 130 less, and our yards allowed is around four more. Granted, we lost to Utah by four. That was a really close game. We didn't play well against Oregon State because it's Oregon State, and that's okay. And, you know, um, Washington beat Oregon State and Oregon. We didn't play well against Oregon either. You know, we were at home. Number 15, Oregon came into town, and uh, that one was a little bit tragic. You know, uh, Cameron Ward played really good, threw for 375 yards, and just 
we couldn't get it done. That, that's when we should have been able to get it done. Um, we beat number 19 Wisconsin in the beginning of the year in Madison, 17 to 14, and Cameron worked through for 200 yards. We had a tough game against Idaho in the season opener, but that's okay. We killed Cal. We only lost to USC by 16. We were lit up in by uh, USC's passing defense, but I feel like if we would have a different approach, we wouldn't be able to win that game. Um, I'm not saying a bit biased, but yes, USC is not that great. Um, you know, Jenkins, the running back, rushed for 130 yards. We did great on the ground. And then we entered a three-game losing streak. Oregon State, we shouldn't have lost to, actually. And Utah, we shouldn't have lost to. We lost by four. You know, Ward threw up 222 yards. We lost to Oregon State with 345 yards. Um, then we come in, and we kill Stanford 52-14, to 14, beat Arizona State, and beat Arizona. So, you know, it is time that we bring home the Apple Cup to Pullman. Um, you know, like I said, we should have beat Oregon. But we're still going bowling, so that's okay. Um, I love my Cougs, and we got this. But uh, heading into playoff uh, implications, sorry. There's a few ways that this can go right now. Yes, LSU might be getting pushed up because they are in. Um, sorry. They could be getting pushed up because of the fact that they are in the SEC. Or maybe it's because of the fact that the LSU Tigers actually have decent wins. But there is not many differences from the college football playoff rankings to the AP Top 25. USC is one ahead of LSU. Alabama is number eight instead of number seven. And usually a lot of these spots are differentiated by one. When you get down the list, they kind of turn to the same. Georgia, even if they lose the SEC championship, they are still in. No doubt. This week, the game is going to predict which one of these teams is going to get in. Because a loser of this game would not get in. If Michigan loses, their strength of schedule is not good enough. Compared to Ohio State's who had a win over Notre Dame. Ohio State will definitely get in if they win. Or if they lose, they do have a shot. TCU, all they have to do is they control their own medicine. They control their own destiny. You know, they are going to win. And I think they will honestly get in without a problem. Will they put up a fight in the playoff? I really don't know. Now, USC, I think they're going to have to play Oregon. And I think they're really going to lose to Oregon. Um, which just, they can't do anything when it comes to that. And I think with USC losing to Oregon and a loser for the Ohio State-Michigan game, LSU is going to get into that playoff application. And my hot take is that LSU is going to beat Georgia in the SEC championship. And hear me out. Georgia has not had a hard schedule at all. And the, their best win was Oregon in the, in the beginner. LSU has had a hard schedule later in the year compared to the beginning, where we've, as a team, the LSU Tigers have found to prevail again and again. They have a tough win against an Alabama team. They have a tough win against an Auburn team. A tough win against Mississippi State and a really good win against Ole Miss. Granted, we have, what, a 27 or 29-point loss at home against Tennessee. But also, if you look at the numbers Tennessee was putting up, Tennessee was an insane offensive team. And our O-lineman wasn't, our O-line wasn't doing great because it's full of freshmen. Granted, that is not an excuse for the college football playoff, but I think LSU will be the first team with two losses to make it in. And they will be an 11-2 team going into this. Otherwise than that, it's going to be a great week of college football. And I'm pretty excited to come back after rivalry week 
should be able to get another one going. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I will be out. Butch is out. <laughs>